Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Being at peace where you're at. That's the topic that we're going to talk about today. And Lord knows that we all need a little bit of peace. Um, and, and we need to, to be at that place where we're at, even when things are uncertain, even when we don't know what's around the next corner or what's going to be on the news tonight. And so that's the topic that we're talking about today. And I am so honored to have Carrie Tullison with me. For those of you who don't know and have been living under a rock, Carrie is an Olympian. She's a TV analyst. She's a spokesperson. She's a motivational speaker. She's a mom of three. What else? What, what else do you do? You do everything. Thank you for being here with us. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Jamie. I'm super excited to be here. And yeah, I mean, I do a little bit of everything right now. Um, you know, I have a lot of hats that I wear, but I'll kind of back to passion that I grew up with. And I just love being a runner. Um, I love the running community. And, you know, so for me to be able to keep on going in this sport without having to run as fast as I once did, <laughs> that is really nice. Um, so yeah, I was a professional athlete, grew up in Dawson, Minnesota. So we're here in Minnesota oh. in the Twin Cities. And I grew up about three hours west in a real small town. And I went out to Villanova University and competed there. And then after that, I signed with Adidas. So I was a professional runner for years, made that Olympic team and slowly used my education, which I was a communications degree, had a communications degree and went into broadcast. Um, I slowly did both things. You know, I was a professional runner, but I was also working and just had my hand and being one of those few female voices in the sport and have now kept going with it and have absolutely loved it. You know, I do public speaking. I have youth camps. I am a national instructor, fitness instructor for moms on the run and well beats. And, you know, I'm doing a little bit of everything, but I think my main job right now is being an analyst, whether it's on the roads, cross country track, anything that, you know, people are moving forward, <laughs> putting one foot in front of the other. Well, and I love the combination of, you know, being an athlete, also getting a degree, but then figuring out how you can combine the things that you love, because I think so many of us, and especially young people, they're listening. And we do have a lot of young people, college age and high school age that listen as well is, is that you feel like you have to make this huge decision and then you hope you like it, but, but you can take it and kind of transform it into something that is, is passion. That's so true. You know, I ended up getting this job as a, an analyst and a broadcaster by just speaking up. You know, I did some of this in college. I was doing radio spots and I had internships at different um, Philadelphia TV stations. Uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, though. I knew I wanted to keep going in the career of running. Uh, but I finished second at the U.S. National Championships in cross country early on in my professional career. And as I was getting interviewed, I told a man named Tony Revis, who is big in the sport, um, he, I said, you know what, I really would like your job one day or to help you. Right. And he loved it. You know, he's older than me. He's actually my dad's age. And he just is a kind man. And he started asking me to help him on the rock and roll marathon. So I started doing voiceover and going to the rock and roll marathons. And, you know, I think that's a big thing, whether you're young or old, if you have a passion or you're excited about something, Tell somebody that has maybe not power so much, but maybe influence to maybe let you get into that field or to help you along the way. So I was thankful that I had enough confidence just to say, hey, I love your job. And 
not a, not in a threatening way, but I said, I want to do what you do. Right. Ask for what you want. Right. Yep, I think that's exactly. a great message. So before we dive into this topic uh, of being at peace, I want you, I want to know what a superpower is of yours besides running um, <laughs> that, that has really contributed and, and brought you to this place of success. Mm. You know, I think that my superpower is positivity. You know, I think that when I look back at my life, I have always tried to look at the glasses half full and I always try to smile. I actually have had a lot of sports psychologists along the years say, you know what, you need to quit hiding everything behind that smile. But for me, a smile just makes the, the day. It makes the race. It makes anything better. And I think, a, you know, life is hard and, you know, we're all kind of in the dumps right now, but I try to find the good and everything. And I try to help people find the good, try to motivate. And so I think that for me has always been a, a trait of mine is to be happy. No matter what life is throwing at us, I try to be happy and, you know, fake it till you make it. That to, that for me has always been a big thing too. There are some days that you, well, and even faking it can bring, can change your mindset, right? Exactly. People don't understand. It's not that you're being unauthentic. It's sometimes you have to trick your brain into, you know, what, what you actually want it to be so that your entire energy changes. For sure. And I am an open book and anyone that, you know, knows me or sees me on social media, I let people know when I'm having my down days, but I always try to find, like I said, the good or you know, when you smile through things, and a lot of people will do that in races, when times get tough, and you really want to grimace, or you really want to, you know, start breathing real heavy, a lot of people will say, turn your frown upside down, try to smile through it, and it will help. So there is something behind that smile that really makes you turn that negative thought or that negative action into a positive. Yep, I love that. Well, let's dive into this idea, right, of, of being at peace kind of with where you're at. And so talk to me about what that means to you, how that helps you kind of get through day to day and how it's helped you in your career. Yeah, I mean, there are days, right, where, you know, I just said I try to be as positive as I can, but there are days where it doesn't feel so peaceful and I'm anxious and I'm nervous and there's high anxiety and I yell loud at my kids, you know, things like that. But I do find that if I can get a good sweat on, which is normally four or five times a week, that helps me find peace. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to preach physical activity here on this, this podcast, but that's part of me. And I think that's where I find my peace. I find where I set my goals is usually out on the run, where I have some of my best conversations with my friends are out on the run. My husband and I met on a run. My husband and I got engaged on a run. Like so much for me happens on the run. And I think for me, that is my piece. And, you know, I think of new business endeavors on the run. I think of all these things. And so I feel like if you can find your peaceful spot in life, whether that's cooking or going for a walk or going for a run, or if it's, you know, playing a game on the computer, whatever it is, and you all have it find that happy place and really kind of take ownership of it and figure out some things in life. And, you know, I, I do this as a coach too, you know, the, the power of positivity, the mind works so well when you're thinking positively. And um, I think that that's really where you find your peace too, is when you're in your, your happy space. And for me, it's out running. And a lot of people would be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that hurts. 
And it does sometimes, but I tell you what, when you get done with a run that's been hard, you're pretty confident and you're pretty excited about tackling things in life. So that for me brings peace. Well, and it's interesting you say that because I've been on this kind of meditation journey over the past, you know, three to four years and um, I'm not a runner anywhere close to you, but any, when I do go on a run and I have those days, I'll get home, not when it's 25 below, but I'll get home and I'll be like, my family knows I'm like, I got this thing and this knot in my stomach. Like I need to go run it out. Right. And I don't run fast. I'm not like a crazy, but I have to. And what I found is it's like an active meditation. And so I started doing research and there is such a thing that meditation doesn't have to be sitting in quiet with music playing. It can be active, doing something active, cooking. It's when your brain is kind of allowed to come forward, right. And your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that peaceful state, ideas, solutions to your problems, all of those things can come forward. And I think a lot of us forget to tap into that. I so agree. Like a lot of people. So I have a podcast as well called Citali Run. And I love that people listen to my podcast on their run. But for me, very rarely do I take anything in my ears. I really think that for me, my run is my peace. And I sort of need to not think. I need to just go and look around and just hear myself breathe. Like there's something about that. And even in my podcast, every now and then I've asked my editor, can we pipe in some breathing? And I've done podcasts on the run. We don't do them in February when it's, you know, negative seven out. Um, but we'll go and have conversations with people on the run. And you wouldn't believe how not only peaceful, but also it's so open. Like conversation is so different when you're out moving. And I've done walks with people. It doesn't always have to be a run, but for me and for others, Yes, I totally agree with you going out and moving your body, whatever pace feels right, just sometimes like, brings a whole new level of like, the ah, moment, the aha moments, you know, in life where you're like, that's what I needed. And that is peace to me. And I know you coach both kids and adults and you know, motivate and speak to leaders is why do you think people struggle with finding that peace, especially now, but even before this, I think mm-hmm. in the pace of our society, so many people kind of struggle with this. Yeah, you know, I do believe that people have like a they have trouble finding their passion in life. And I feel really fortunate that I found that. You know, I mean. I know some people might be like, that's Carrie, you run like that's, you know, is that really your passion? But it really is like, it's something that I think about when I go to bed at night. It's something that I think about when I wake up in the morning. And let's just say like, I'm not running fast anymore. Like I used to in, in my terms, right. <laughs> in other in people, everyone else's like, terms, you're still running yeah. fast, but <laughs> yes. So I don't run nearly as fast as I used to, but I still get the thrill from it. And I am not trying to make Olympic teams anymore, but now my, the definition of the run for me is totally different and I'm reaching different groups and I'm coaching people to run, but it also, I'm, it also, I'm coaching people to live a life that has purpose. And, you know, if it means getting together with the moms on the run that I coach and that community where you can start to really feel good about yourself. I'm telling you a 20 minute run or a 20 minute workout brings out something in everyone. I don't care how good you are. If you've been doing it your entire life or it's brand new, when you move your body, when you stress your brain in a different way, when you tell yourself you accomplish something, you are a different person. And I can see it in my husband, you know, and he would be this, he could sit right here and talk with us about it. But 
I am not one to really miss too many days of a workout because it's just in me. Like I used to run two times a day, every single day of the year. And, um, you know, now I don't run, like I said, every day of the week, but for him, he'll go a month or two without one. And I can feel the energy in him, you know, and he knows it. And once he gets back in a routine of doing something, he gets that extra pep in his step. He's like, what project am I going to tackle next? Like you can tell he feels good. So for me, I just feel like people, if they find their passion, if they move their bodies, everything kind of gets back in sync. Yeah. It's the endorphins. It's that, I mean, the, I mean, the studies, the science is there to prove, right. Yeah. What it does to your brain and how it helps provide clarity and, and things like that. So, um, what advice for someone who's listening right now, maybe on a workout, maybe on a drive, maybe just on their home commute that we're doing now. Um, what advice would you give someone who is struggling to find that? Like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Like, how mm-hmm. do they start? Yeah, I think that's the big thing. Find what makes life fun for you, you know, and a lot of times you will go back to your job, you know, because that's where we spend the majority of our time. But I think don't be afraid to step outside the box and to find other things. You know, I should practice what I preach right now. I'm in this transition where I've been home a lot more like everyone else. And I love what I do with broadcasts. I love what I do with public speaking. I love coaching, but I love being home. And I've never, I don't think I have been home this much since probably I was like 12 years old. Like I've been racing and going all the time. And for me now, my, my mind is thinking, well, what if there were something back here that would keep me home a little bit more? So career choices are a hard thing to think about when you've been doing something for a long time. But I think I'd highly recommend just telling people to have some good, long, you know, internal conversations with yourself and to see what you really want to do in life. And, you know, maybe it is just something simple or simplifying your life. But for me, I've had these internal dialogues my entire career. And it's so funny when I'm driving to an event or driving to a speech or whatever, I talk to myself the entire way, (laughs) but I do it outside, you know, like, or in the car or whatever. And I really think those conversations are powerful. It seems funny to say, but when I look at the mirror in the mirror and I tell myself, you can do this, you can do hard things. You are a powerful woman. You have done hard things in life. You've done great things. You can do whatever you put your mind to. That positive self-talk is so powerful. So I can't tell you what to do, where to go, but I know I can tell you how to believe in yourself and how to get there. You know, you got to just find what makes you tick. And I think the finding peace with where you're at too, is that you don't have to solve it all today, right? After you listen to this, it's just take a step, right. Or, or move your body today or cook or, you know, just do something and then learn from it and then do something else. I think so many of us get caught up in like, I've got to have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. And we never have it all because the moment we think we have it figured out, then life throws us a curveball. Oh, for sure. I mean, even like you were saying how you kind of stepped away from your old career and built this business. And I'm sure it was super scary. Oh. But at the end of the day, like, that's probably what got you excited to get out of bed, to, right. you know, get your business going. And, you know, that's where I'm at right now. Like, what do I want to do? Can I stay where I'm at? For sure. I love what I do. But if I want to be home with my kids, if I want to have a little less travel, say yes to the things I really want to do, but say no to some of those littler gigs that I do. Um, 
you know, I'm there and I struggle too. You know, I'm not saying I'm always this upbeat. I would love to say that, but there are days where I'm like, Charlie, what am I going to do next? Like, how are we going to be able to keep funding our kids college, you know, funds or, you know, keep living in a bigger house, which we chose to live in two years ago. And, you know, those like kind of things worry me and I have stresses just like everyone else. But I think at the end of the day, when I look back at this running career and what this community has given me is I know that I can persevere through tough times. So this year right now being so hard, I do go back to those moments in my professional running career where it, you know, I was injured or I was sick, like three weeks before the 2008 Olympic trials, after I made the team in 2004, I had pneumonia and could not run for eight days. And it, it took me out of the, you know, actually I could not run at the trials. Basically I was, I couldn't breathe. was not myself, but how'd I get through it? I didn't fold, you know, I kept coming back and I had a really good year in 2009. So I go back to those good moments in life and I, I feed off of that. I think we all have those good moments in life that we can feed off of. Right. And I think I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your story too, because I think for so many of us, again, we see online or we feel like somebody's successful and I've got it all figured out. And nobody, 2020 has taught us that none of us knew the answer. None of us know, (laughs) right. We just know the next right step. It's all we can kind of do. And, and so I think it's important to just know where you're at, right. And, and then figure out what you want to do. And, and, there's no like final answer. If you made a Mm -hmm. choice to stay home more and change, it doesn't mean you couldn't do something different two years from now. And I think we feel like some of these like answers are final and, and they're not, they're just Mm -hmm. for now. Here's what I want. Exactly. And, you know, we even think of how fast this year has gone, you know, I mean, here we are in February and it all shut down in March. And, you know, if, if everyone just kind of thought of that, if we took one year to figure out some things, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe we can't put our retirement away that one year Right. in the grand scheme of things. Is that one year going to really affect us? Or maybe we have to work for one more year than right. we would have. But I do think if, if life is better because you took that one year to really think hard and to have those conversations with people, you tell the Tony Revis that you want his job you know, those things, um, I think it's worth it. And for me, like just having this conversation with you, like just talking out loud, like it gets me kind of excited about, Hey, maybe I should look further into doing something. Maybe I should talk to you more about how you started your own business. Maybe I could come work (laughs) for you. Like, you know, all these things, you know, and it's keep talking, right. It's paying attention to it's asking questions. It's being your Mm -hmm. own advocate, but it's also just paying attention to, the people that come in and out of your life, the ideas that come in and out of your head. I think so many of us ignore them. We shut them off because we're busy and we're doing other things when there's a lot happening that are, it's probably life is happening for us and we're just Mm -hmm. not paying attention to most of it, right? Right. The people that come in. And so I think it's always important to pay attention to the signs. I I grew up, my mom used to say success leaves clues. And I was like, you know, when I'm 16, I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But now it's like, it does. Right. Like, if you look back, you're like, okay, that, that Tony, right. When you had that interview with like, there was certain things that were happening to get you to where you are. That is, I love that success has clues. Yeah. Mm. So it's a whole nother podcast topic. That's for sure. 
So if somebody wants to learn more about you, wants you to maybe even come speak or, you know, coaching, how can they learn more? What's their best way to kind of engage? Yeah, you know, I have a lot of different ways you can reach me. I'm, like I said, an open book, and I try to help everyone that I can. So I'm usually just a message away, but you can find me on all social media. My podcast is called See Tolly Run. I used Carrie Tellefson, my personal Facebook and Instagram, a little bit more than See Tolly Run, but you can find me on both Carrie Tellefson and See Tolly Run. Um, you also can email me through my camp website, which is just info at CarrieTellefson.com. And you can find that just by going to that website as well. So Lots of different things. You can also go to ctollyrun.com where I have YouTube videos with exercise videos. I have nutritional videos. Those are a little bit older, but we have my podcast there. And obviously you can reach out to us there too. So lots of different ways. Jamie, you know how to get in touch with me. I so. do. And we'll make sure that we get all of that in the podcast notes. So people have got it in case they're running right now and they can't write it down. Exactly. Right. Or however they move. Um, Thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to share your wisdom with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's been super fun. And, you know, I just want people to keep getting after life. We're all in it together. You know, some are having better days than others at times. But like you said, this is a year of giving each other some grace and giving ourselves grace, you know, be kind to yourself along with being kind to everybody else. I think that's the big thing. That's a great message to, to leave this with. And, and for everybody that's listening, you know, I've said this from the beginning is these podcasts, I want them to inspire you to just shift your perspective a little bit for today. If you were having a bad day and this helped you have a better day, that's success for these podcasts. Yeah, I want the conversations to uplift you, to make you think and to challenge you um, a little bit differently. So we hope that that's what this community has provided. So keep listening. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up. 